Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to tell you about a really great Bravo-themed podcast called Behind the Velvet Rope. You're going to love it. Host David Yontef interviews housewives, Bravo celebrities, and reality TV favorites. Some of his recent guests have included my friend Sutton Strack, Tamara Judge, Melissa Rivers, and the list goes on and on. Whether they're currently on a hit show like The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or haven't been on TV for years, gone but never forgotten is his motto. And let me tell you, if there's a story to get to the bottom of, he goes there. The best part? There's a new episode every weekday, Monday through Friday. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe today to Behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts, Acast, Spotify, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And get ready to have all your housewives, Bravo, and reality TV dreams come true. This podcast is intended for a mature audience as it contains adult language and can get rather intimate. So grab a cocktail, find a safe place to listen, and make sure your kids aren't around. Hey, it's Garcelle Beauvais, and this is Going to Bed with Garcelle. Every episode, me and my rotating mix of girlfriends, some celebrities, some not, will be heating things up with provocative girl talk. Get ready. No topic is too taboo, and everything is grown and sexy. Tonight, I'm going to bed with a very special guest, my friend, actor, comedian, Oscar winner, musician, game show host. I could go on and on and on, but the most important thing, he was my former on-screen lover. Hey, Jamie Foxx. Hey, baby. And the other person I'm going to bed with tonight is a great friend, wardrobe stylist, interior decorator, and sometimes yes. a life coach, my girl, Maisha Long. Hey, girl. Hi, Hi. I mean, I love how women, y'all go, I, when I see my homie, I'm like, what's up, my nigga? I'm Shukujer. What is your drink of choice tonight? I'm tequila. Of course you are. Maisha, what's your drink of choice? I'm honey? having actually tequila also with ginger ale. Oh, well, yeah. I'm having a little screwdriver to get in the mood. Oh, you know what? That is that is vintage, Garcelle. A screwdriver is vintage, is grown, mm-hmm. it's well-traveled, you know what I mean? Thank you, okay. thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, You guys, all three of us are Sages. Oh, my, what? What? Yes. <laughs> sad, oh, sad, that's sad. Tough. That is, that's this is terrible. This is terrible. That's tough. We are committed to not being committed. <laughs> I was going to say Ain't that the truth? Not committed. Let's drink tonight. Can we be committed? Because I, you know what I do? Like now, out here in the dating world, Mm -hmm. I actually read signs. Like, am I compatible with the percentages? I've gone to there. I've done everything that I can to try to make it work. You are in touch with your feminine side. I do the same thing too. That's nice. 
I've been told I have dude tendencies, <laughs> that I tend oh. to be the dude in the relationship. That's a problem. Well, you know what it is? What? In this business, mm -hmm. if you don't have the dude tendency mm -hmm. as a woman, be honest, it is tough. So you command your own space. You command your own world. So therefore, yes. a man coming into this either has to outdude you uh, or uh, he has to be subdued. Like I remember a very famous actress was dating a guy who was a singer. I remember walking by and he literally had the purse on the carpet. I was like, oh, what are no. you doing? <laughs> <laughs> He's holding a little purse. I said, oh, no. bro, it ain't going to work. No, that's that's subdued. <laughs> yeah, that's subdued. <laughs> Don't compromise. My sister tells me all the time, Jay, if you end up going to the grave with it, just don't compromise. Because the worst part will be is that you're with someone who makes you tuck yourself in, who yes. makes you say, oh, I wouldn't be mm -hmm. doing this, but I'm doing this because it's you. Listen, mm -hmm. we ain't got that much time on earth. No, we don't. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> if you think about all the millions of years it's been here, it's mm -hmm. a blink of an eye that we live. Sure. Don't waste your blink, honey. That's <laughs> right. Don't waste your blink. You know what's interesting, though? I remember, Jamie, you told me when we were doing our show, I think I was mm -hmm. sad about somebody, somebody broke my heart, and you said, always leave a little for you. Like, don't always. give it all away. And always. I carry that with me everywhere I go. You have to. I just told a, a friend of mine, I said, always save some love for yourself because That's love right. is a motherfucker. That's my T-shirt. <laughs> love is a motherfucker. Fucker. And when you feel that, when you feel that feeling like like your ass halfway drowning and shit when, when yeah. they do something, you got and you gotta be careful in what you say at the beginning. I always put it out loud. I say this is what I like, but then when a girl tells you what kind of guy they like, mm -hmm. but it, they not describing you, I like somebody tall, dark skin. I said, What the fuck? <laughs> I'm not that. Another thing you should never say. I was with a guy, and we were hot and heavy. It was great. And I was going to role play. But I was like, you know, if you saw me with a guy, if you saw me going down on him, how would you feel? And it was, oh, my God. That was the he end of it. it. That was the World War Three. Garcelle, I didn't know you was going there. I mean, yeah. I need to get a pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need a pamphlet. But I, I know what you mean. It's like, you, you, you got to take them slowly. And even like, when you're in love, the shit fuck with you because she'll describe the guy mm -hmm. and then I'll see a motherfucker out that looks like that dude. Stop it. And she ain't nowhere around. She and I'm mad at this it. nigga. I'm like, stop okay. it. Stop it. I wish he would. Baby. I wish yeah, he what's would. What's up, Jay? What's up with fuck off? That's what's up with me, nigga. Stay away from my bitch. Like, what? Oh, my God. So you Look. guys were all single, right? Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. Wait, how'd you get single? Hold on a minute. I just see you with a dude. <laughs> No, did you not I see my plot twist? I had a plot twist, Sonny. I had a plot twist. What was the plot twist? I said you were to do you introducing this my man. And he's all, all uncomfortable and shit. By the way, you never really give any guy that I'm with any real attention. Ever. Ever. I hate him all. Why? I think me and you should have been together. So every time I see him, I was like, damn, I fucked up. I said, I know. So every dude, I'd be like, I give him a real <laughs> I, I feel it so, and they feel it. Okay. Listen, we are in a relationship forever, no matter if we're forever, the same. Forever, no matter what. You know what I always say? Candy Burris was on the podcast and she goes, you know, I don't get it. Why aren't you and Jamie together? And I said, well, you know, we have a really great relationship now. And then I said, he's also hung like a horse. <laughs> oh, 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 you're oh, 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 oh
You know, you take it one step at a time. Which, <laughs> what you can't eat, just put in a doggy bag and save it for <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's a tough thing when it comes to relationships because you got to find something, I think, that someone that you can really understand and be yourself with, especially in our business, because yeah. it's an up and down thing. And there's a lot of emotions that people don't understand. Like mm-hmm. somehow being a celebrity, they feel like you're not human. And we do have things that are afforded to us or rewarded to us because of who we are. But on the inside, we're still the same people from Texas or, or from Haiti. We're still the same people. And so... Mm-hmm. It's hard, but it has to be a person that really understands, and and is, totally. and, and that's been mm-hmm. tough. Totally, that's been it's tough. tough. Yeah. What do we do? Do we have a temperature check at the door, Maisha? Are you dating? What are you doing? Like, I'm dating. It's hard, but it's COVID, so you put up with shit that you wouldn't put up with pre-COVID. Like what? <laughs> like what are you putting up with? Just bullshit. Men just always have some kind of just bullshit. So you know, men are full of shit. <laughs> Present company excluded. <laughs> company excluded. Hey, I'm the worst too, because I'm the nice bullshitting motherfucker. It's the sneaky one. It is the sneaky one. It is. I just found out that there's COVID in semen. So what? are we That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. Not in mine. He said that's not, not in, in mine. mine. It's Don Perion in mine. <laughs> <laughs> Because when I, when, I, when I go, it sounds like a fucking champagne bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so we are pleasuring ourselves more. I feel like I have more sure. toys. Let me be honest. I mean, I think I, I, I did it every single day I, during quarantine. It was, I ran out of baby oil. At one point, my dog had came into the room. Uh-uh. I saw me. I said, oh, shit. He's like, man, what the fuck? I said, <laughs> Even he's tired of it. Yeah, he's like, come on, dog. You can't. But he was jealous of the fact that I had hands. <laughs> Let me ask you this. If you're going to break up with someone, do you have closure sex? So you feel it one more time? Uh, I don't. Or do you just cut it? Cut nah, it. Nah, you're going to have to cut it. Because she's cut like, it. if that ass is right, you're going to keep on. Nah, nah, get get out of here. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> It's now, get your ass out of here. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. That's no. so true. You gotta, that cut, is, this you shit gotta off. cut it off. You know it's over, so you fuck the shit out of the person. Oh my God. Make them miss it. Make them miss it. Oh, well, imagine. Ooh, so yeah. We all know this. It's the last part for you, but for <laughs> them, you want them to always want you. That's right. That's right. Dastardly. You ladies are dastardly. <laughs> I sound like Dave Chappelle. You have revenge, pussy. Okay, yes. Pussy's vengeful. Yes. There's a thing they're talking about where women should love their pussies and name it and say beautiful things to it. Maisha, what would you say to your pussy? I always say good morning. Hello, beautiful. I... (laughs) (laughs) That's what what everyone else would say. Her name is Pussy. I named my pussy Pussy. So oh, wow. We wouldn't have any problems. <laughs> wow. And I also have this theory that a man should love my pussy like I love it. God mm. forbid my pussy goes missing. Mm-hmm. He should be able mm. to pick it out of a lineup. He should always oh, know. That Listen, <laughs> I don't know if he can pick it up in a lineup. I think, to me, isn't Pussy Pussy? 
No, it's not all the same. It's different. It's all different. It's all different. I mean, and there's all different shapes and sizes. You know, some of them, some of them do this. Oh, my God. I wish you guys could see this. Jamie is splitting his lips sideways to show how this woman's pussy was. <laughs> I can't. It's too much. What do you do? What do you do if it's like that? What? what? I just I just try to I do this. Okay, let's get back okay. to Let's Let's center her up. Jamie, I have to say congratulations on so many things, but we're going to start off with the Sony deal. Oh, my God, this is huge. It's huge, and it comes at a great time. And I'll tell you something, Garcelle, I cannot wait for you to come over, bring whatever you have. I know Mm -hmm. you have something fantastic because it's not just for me. It's for my people that I've been working so closely with, and this is our opportunity. We started the Sony deal with a great concept. I did Annie. I don't know if that was supposed to be done like how we did it, because I sat in the meeting and said, we're doing the black Annie, right? There's like, Jamie, we're just staying Annie. I was like, well, ain't she black? <laughs> it was weird. So that was weird. I don't know. It was just a, but I saw Jay-Z, and I said, Jay-Z, you know, we doing Annie, but the real movie is Niggas in Paris. Uh-uh. And he didn't know what I was saying. Hey, yo, so what, what are you talking about? Yo, what do you mean? Niggas in Paris. It's crazy. What do you mean? So, so I kept that idea in my head, and I eventually turned it into a movie, and it's the Black Ocean's Eleven. And really? so that's, yeah, it's about these thieves, black guys, girls that go over to Paris, and they end up getting a job that's an unthinkable, undoable job. They've been asked to steal the Mona Lisa. Oh, damn. So that's how we got the Sony deal solidified. That and another another movie that I that I sold over there. My favorite movie is Misery, right? So I recreated <laughs> really? I recreated that. <laughs> and instead of a writer, it's an actor. Okay. Oh, so, okay. So, so watch this. I'm going to give you a little bit of it. You know how we auction ourselves off to charities? Like I said, for $25,000, you can have dinner with Jamie Foxx, right? Mm-hmm. I did that. You did? I auctioned myself off. But you, but it was some rich people, but you don't know who the fuck they are. Right, exactly. So I go to this dinner in Calabasas, right? And it's going great. And when it, when I walked in, I was like, oh, my God, he's here. Come on, honey. He's like, oh, God, you look great. You're, oh, you look taller. And you know what actors love more than money? What? Yeah. Compliments. Amen. They was complimenting me. They was even loving the bullshit movies I did. I was supposed to be there for 30 minutes. It's like two hours. I'm doing Ray and shit. I'm <laughs> You're a mess. Right? <laughs> but at one point, it got weird. Oh. The husband and wife, who have been all over each other the whole night, yeah. the husband goes to the bathroom, and the wife goes, he'll be gone from Monday to Thursday. <gasps> oh. And oh. I went, what the fuck? <laughs> so basically, I took a kernel of that, and I made a very COVID-friendly movie, one location, about an actor who ends up Damn. going to this family, and the family ends up being for Kathy Bates. Wow. Oh. I am so proud of you. I saw on your IG you said something that your grandmother would be proud yeah. of her big-headed boy. Yeah. When I was born, my Uncle Matt told my mom, that boy going to be seven feet tall. She said, why you say that, Matt? He said, shit, he got to grow into that head. So, it's... <laughs> <laughs> but I know, listen, you know, man, your, your know. parents, family, yeah. you know. So with my grandmother and what she put, everything that she put into me, and for now to have something like this at this time, it feels great. Extraordinary, oh. extraordinary. And speaking of family, you sold a show with your daughter, Corinne, who's doing yeah. amazing things, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, man. 
We sold a show called Dad, Stop Embarrassing Me. Okay, this is where I'm getting to. What have you done to embarrass her? <laughs> oh, come on, Garcelle. Every fucking thing. <laughs> Like I'm the look, I, I'm the I'm the dad dad you know I'm like, hold right. on motherfucker I'm gonna kill everybody you know I ain't kill nobody <laughs> it's like I remember one time like she came to see me on Django she's with her boyfriend at the time and she says dad where do we sleep I said we only got two rooms I said okay here we go I'm a new dad okay Yo. this is what I'm gonna do y'all okay. sleep in the same room but y'all know not to disrespect she's like oh whatever dad so she walks out and I grab the, the boy I say hey. You know what the fuck I'm saying. Don't embarrass okay. me. You, know you can do anything while I'm here. So now I'm laying in the bed with, with my other girl, you know, who we have another kid with. She says, what are you doing? I said, I'm being new daddy. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the adventure out of them. See, they ain't going to disrespect. She says, okay, well, you won't be doing that with our daughter. So now I'm laying there like four right. in the morning like. <laughs> so I get up. I say, I got to go in. She said, what you doing? I'm going in there. I'm going to act like I, I need to get something. I knock on the door, open it, and my heart drops. Why? Because she was laying under the covers and he was laying on top of the covers. Oh, and I was like, Oh, that's so beautiful. those are the type of stories that we yeah. will have so <laughs> that we can draw from. And, and you know, I and love it, it. And the fact that Corinne is a is a career creator and a producer on the show what? is amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. So it's it's a good time. That's really cool. Maisha, do you have any embarrassing stories from your parents? I have tons. I remember as a child, I had a friend and we were at Penny's and she started to shoplift. Oh. And she got caught. I walked out the store, acted as if I didn't know her. Oh, her did. mother called my house during dinner. My mom picked up the phone and whatever mm-hmm. was said, my mother said, Oh no, it's impossible. We don't shop at Penny's. <laughs> That was her takeaway. That was her takeaway. We don't shop That's hilarious. Oh, that's so great. I once told my mom that I was at a girlfriend's house and my dad was back in the picture. And I was like 16. I could drive. And I borrowed my mom's car. So my girlfriend's mom calls the house asking for her daughter. So now you know they know we're oh, not together, right? I'm driving in Miami with this dude. His name was Jackie Washington. He was on the football team. Oh. I was driving. He was next to me. And we're driving, having a good time, listening to music. All of a sudden, I see my father is coming the other way. He makes a U-turn as soon as he sees me and starts chasing me. And I'm taking red lights after red lights because I want to lose him so that I can oh, get man. Jackie out of the car. So finally, he had to stop at the red light. And I got further away and I said to Jackie, get out of the car, get out of the car, get out of the car. And then I let him catch up to me. And he was like, follow me home. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I knew that was the end of me. Oh, I'm know surprised you were... I'm here to say this story. What happened? Oh, my God. He beat the hell oh, out of me. They checked oh, into boarding shoot. schools, but my grades weren't good enough. Thank God. <laughs> Jamie, another thing I want to talk to you about is you're going to do Mike Tyson. I remember yeah. on the set of Jamie Foxx, so you would do Ray. You would do Stevie Wonder. You would do Mike Tyson. You're getting to play all these people. Yeah. Mike Tyson said that boxing is orgasmic. And now that you're working out, do you find that you, <laughs> you're getting horny working out? I got to smoke a cigarette every punch I throw. <laughs> oh, God. 
Oh, he's right. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. I am so excited to share with you guys the Bonnet Chronicles podcast is here. You know Tammy Roman from Basketball Wise or as an actress and a comedian, but I'm sure a lot of you know her Bonnet Chronicles, which she does on Instagram. No holes barred. Tell it like it is. Well, now I'm going to tell you it is a podcast and she has people following her like Halle Berry, Taraji P. Henson, Tiffany Haddish. So it's her and her husband, Reggie Youngblood, and they're going to keep it real about sex, love, relationships, all that. And every now and then, Tammy's daughters are going to stop by to give their young perspective on the topics that they're talking about. Nothing is off limits in the Bonnet Chronicles, so you don't want to miss an episode. Subscribe to Bonnet Chronicles podcast, Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcast, and new episodes drop every Wednesday. We are going to get into a little bit of a nightcap. I'm going to ask you to grade yourself in different areas from one to 10. Okay. 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 How would you rate yourself as a friend? 10. Oh. I think all Sagas are tens. I think we have a weird ability to to really like give people a lot of leeway. <laughs> I mean, we do. We do. Maisha, what are you? I'm a nine and a half for sure. For a sure. nine and a half? Okay. That sounds like she's trying to say six. <laughs> okay. How would you grade your communication skills? I would say I'm a nine. Because when I'm upset, I kind of get quiet. So I would say a nine. Is nine meaning good? Or bad? Nine is good. One would be worse. One would be bad. My communication skills is bad because I'm a guy. Right? Because anytime a woman says, we need to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck! When y'all say that shit, when you say we need to talk, in my mind, I see a ladder and a helicopter. (laughs) I'm a one. I can't even catch my breath. Oh, Maisha, what are you? I'm probably, that's where I am a six. I'll be a You're six, six. Pick up lines. Where are you? One to ten. Ten being the best. Oh, I'm a five. I don't know how to do it. I want a guy to do it. I'm, I'm a ten. ten. You're a ten? Okay, give me your pick up line. What's your best pick up line? What's up with that hot mouth? <laughs> that's terrible. That's a worst. Right to the point. Black woman, I'll be like, let me braid your hair for you. <laughs> I can't. That's not good. That's I not can't. good. Why would I be like, hey, you like niggas? <laughs> I can't. Have you used that before? And has it worked? Which one of y'all white girls like niggas? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. All right. What is your uh, oral sex grade? I would say I'm a solid 11. Oh. oh yes. Oh. I own it. Wait a minute. Let's get in this. Gus uh, up. Gus what, up. What? what makes you 11? Because I love it. I oh love it. God. I I take care of it. I just it's all oh, good. I'd rather go down on him than him go down on me. Oh. Oh. So 11. You're a giver. I'm glad I left my dick in the car cuz <laughs> I didn't leave my dick in the car. This is me. Hey, go get my dick out the club. Go get my- <laughs> What are you, Maisha? What are you? What's your orals uh, grade? I would say an eight. Eight's good. Fox, yeah. what are you? Come on, man. <laughs> Look, he's Come on, man. Uh, I, I'm a 25 on Evelyn. Oh! <laughs> yes, 25. Yes, okay. honey. Yes, this honey. is where I'm going to get you, though, Fox. <laughs> 
Your okay. great faithfulness, one through ten. Oh gosh. I'm a nine. Oh. <laughs> Nobody's speaking up. I don't want to incriminate myself. <laughs> Do you plead the fifth? You, you 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 know what's you know what's interesting? <laughs> if I'm really digging a person, I really don't want nobody. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you what it is though. When guys get hurt early, mm -hmm. it fucks us up. Because like I was all in growing up. Like I was growing. Oh. You never would have met me. I was gonna marry the childhood sweetheart the whole night. Mm -hmm. You know. But, but they fucked me over so much. So I was like, damn. And I tried to not let it bother me. But it was like I didn't want to feel that feeling damn, again. Like right. when you found you did what? Yes, I was with him. And that, that shit. <laughs> you can't breathe. I don't want to feel that feeling no more. Yeah, that makes I sense. I get it. So now, yeah. what happens when you've been hurt? You usually are the one that hurts now. That's what happens. No, you know what I do? I stay clean. I say, hey, I'm a tough situation. We'll have a great time, but I don't yeah. want to be married. But I, I say, if you want to get out now, I, I understand. But I'm so gregarious. No, <laughs> why, would, why would they want to leave? No, Jamie, you really, you really don't want to get married? I mean, no. George Clooney for the longest time said he wasn't going to get married. Then he met Amal. You haven't found the one or you know for sure? I'm sticking to my guns right now. And I'm okay. sticking to my guns because where I live and, and, and meaning like the business that I'm in and mm -hmm. things like that, it's just, you know, my kids sustain me. I got a great family. And for something like that to come along and change me at this time, it would have to be monumental. It would have to be something incredible because it's just hard to trust it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and then yeah. here's the other thing. Trying to fall in love now because, you know, I have my daughters. I have their mothers who are cool as shit. And yep, we just sort of have know. a thing. We have a crazy, cool-like relationship to where it's like, I'm damn near in a relationship anyway. We travel everywhere. Right. We do everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And it's a, it's a great thing. I have to ask this question because our fans love us so much in our character. Yeah. Where would Jamie yeah. and Fancy be if they were still together? You know what, man? To be honest, they will be running their own hotel. Mm -hmm. They will have some kids. <laughs> he will be crazy as shit. <laughs> there will be times where we really didn't see eye to eye and maybe even had a breakup, but we got back. And then I think we just sit back and now watch our kids go through some shit. Yeah. Y'all going that. through that shit? Okay. <laughs> we went through that shit yep, back sure in the day. Did. But I will tell you this, Garcelle, there is nothing like looking at all of those clips that people send me of me and you doing something remarkable at that time. We didn't know, but we were we were really doing something remarkable, man. And really listen, did. people are chomping at the bit for us to get back and do something. So if there's a way for us to do something, and not just no cameo, but right. a way for you to come a real in thing. on Dad Stop Embarrassing Me and be a real thing, and I don't mean like way down, I mean like soon, where we can it. do something that would be dope, man, because that is a couple like, Obama and Michelle, mm -hmm. Martin and Gina, Jamie and Fancy. That's it's amazing. Will it is amazing. And Jada is crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Thank you for the opportunity. I mean, I learned so much from you. I keep telling people it was like an improv class because we yeah. would rehearse during the week, but when the audience came, you fed off the yeah, audience and it was just yeah, like, man, I fun. love you so much. I love so you, much. Baby. And you know I that. I love you back. I'm going to get to my favorite part of the show. This is where we get to highlight somebody who's inspired us, made us laugh, encouraged us. So we call it, who do you want to go to bed with? So, Maisha, I'm going to ask you, who would you like to go to bed with? Prince. Oh. I would go to bed with Prince. 
Damn, she took my answer. <laughs> Prince, for me, growing up, was everything. I met him later on in life, and we had <laughs> a moment. You did? We did. We did. It was really special. I went to one of his 4 a.m. Yeah, I've impromptu heard about those. performances, mm. and he literally sang some songs to me. <gasps> Just you two? It was just us two in the room and got off the stage and did the whole Purple Rain, Morris Day. He walked by him. I swear he said, you're the finest mama I've ever seen. Ah. We danced the night away. Oh, wow. We had them put a little meal together for me. And <laughs> I was a little younger, Sag, and a little shy. Mm -hmm. So because he was Prince, right. I just didn't know if I was ready for, for all Prince. that. Yeah. Got and it. I never went to bed with Prince. <laughs> wow. And I would definitely nap. Girl, you went deep on us. Jamie, <laughs> who do you want to go to bed with? <laughs> it's crazy because I was going to say Prince, and the same thing happened to me. He's singing <laughs> Purple Rain. Okay. I'm actually at Paisley Park. Oh, you go one up me? He came That's out right. and he had a he had a one piece on, hair was bumped. I'm actually telling you a real story. Really? It's like, what? I'm not kidding. I'm doing a show. Okay. In Minnesota. Okay. I come out. We go into the alley. It's kind of snowing like a movie and shit. Okay. And this big guy in the alley goes, hey, he wants to see you. I said, huh? The kid. He wants to see you. And it was a security. And so I go. We all go meet Johnny Max Media, all comedians. So we get to his place at like 3.30 in the morning at Paisley Park, right? So we're waiting. And so okay. they had me wait up in some white room. I said, hey, man, I feel uncomfortable, but I don't okay. need to be my friends. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm waiting. And at like 4 in the morning, there he comes. He walks in. One piece, one piece brown suit, the little belly chain tied up. And he's the most beautiful person I've he ever is. seen. He is. He's beautiful. He's and, beautiful. I, and I'll be honest. I said, I couldn't look the motherfucker in his eye because <laughs> I, I felt something. I'm just being honest. I was like, damn, this motherfucker is cute. He was okay. pretty. He was pretty. He was the motherfucker's pretty. I said, he really was so pretty. It was those eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Eyes. At one point, we locked, and I said, oh, shit, I got to get out. Wow. <laughs> wow. And then, like, the next day on stage, I told the story about meeting Prince. It was hilarious. But I don't think he found it funny. Oh. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I don't oh. think he found it. I don't think he liked that because he was a real dude. Like he wasn't no, he wasn't a feminine dude. Yeah, he's a whole man. So we had this sort of tumultuous, like I'm his biggest fan. December thirty first, nineteen ninety eight. It's about to be nineteen ninety nine. I'm in <gasps> Vegas. I Damn. see. That's the first time I saw him, and I had asked him for a picture, and I almost started crying and shit. And he didn't take the picture. But later that night, the time was performing. Oh my goodness! And they started singing a. Uh, cool and morris goes i i'm gonna bring a motherfucker out here but i don't want him to stay too long okay he's gonna come out here okay because it's new year's and prince walked out in a purple feathered like jacket no. with a fucking guitar and just played the shit out so wow. i mean i agree with you i feel bad that we lost him and didn't get yeah. a chance to really hear his perspective on life because sure. his music his perspective was sure. amazing so yeah. I would just like to say I would be in bed with you and Prince. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so tonight I'm going to bed with 
Prince. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. I loved Prince. Purple Rain is really when I started loving Prince. And I want to swim with him in Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> so I want to go to bed with Prince. Thank you so much for doing this. It means the world to me, both of you. Where do you want people to follow you? What do you want people to know about you? This is where you can say whatever. I have a new show, animated show, Soul, comes out. It's the first African-American lead in a Pixar film. It's amazing. Myself, Tina Fey, Questlove, it comes out in November 20th. And uh, you can follow me. I am am Jamie Foxx on Instagram. Okay. And listen, man, it's been great. And and Garcelle, I love you. And thank you for this. I love you too. Maisha, where can everybody find you? You can find me on the gram at ready to wed. Um. (laughs) You're a mess. (laughs) Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Be safe out there. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. If you enjoy this show, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And you can help support us by leaving a review on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. The After Party continues on my Instagram at Garcelle or on Twitter at Garcelle B. So make sure to follow me. Going to Bed with Garcelle is an Orion podcast produced by Orion Television, Radio Point, and Beauvais Wilson Productions, distributed by Podcast Nation. Concept by Garcelle Beauvais and Lisa L. Wilson, hosted by Garcelle Beauvais. Executive producers Barry Posnick, Garcelle Beauvais, Lisa L. Wilson, Alex Bach, Richard Corson, and Daniel Powell. Co executive producers Janae Copeland and Cindy Levinson. Associate producer, Lene Sanders. Music from Extreme Music. This show was edited and mixed by Radio Point. Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and Western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.